And let's be heard. The final gun has sounded. Now it's your turn to hear and be heard. The Huskers are headed to the locker room, and we're ready to give you all the post-game info and opinion. It's Big Red Overreaction, the first live post-game show featuring the most important voice of all, you the Husker fan. Big Red Overreaction is sponsored by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill, and by Equitable Bank. Also by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Get on the line now at 402-951-1620 and sound off on Big Red Overreaction, live on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The Keg. All right, Iowa keeps the Heroes Trophy, winning 28-21 over Nebraska. It was a game that Nebraska led Felt like they were in control of, and then 22 straight points for Iowa, including a block punt for a touchdown, kind of turned the game, also had a safety, and in the end, Iowa wins 28-21. to Big red overreaction. Michael and Damon for the final game of the year. Nebraska falls to 3-9. First time Nebraska's lost nine games since 1957. Certainly felt like Nebraska was in control with everything they were doing through kind of the third quarter. Yeah, hard to, I don't know, describe where it kind of went wrong. Iowa just kept staying with it, kicking field goals, getting points. Uh, I think at the end of the day, that's one team that believes that they're going to win. Mm-hmm. They found a way to do it against Nebraska, uh, now seven straight, I believe. Uh, and so they never really blinked. Nebraska, on the other hand, kind of still hoping that they can hang on and found ways to look a lot like they have all year, whether it be, you know, turnovers at the quarterback spot special teams um you know more of the same for this football team uh kind of a microcosm of the season yeah we talk a lot about special teams differences and how good their special teams is and how they make plays on special teams and you look at the big play that turned the game but not just that i mean they lined up and they made their field goals um absolute bomb for the first one um and just was consistently getting points not getting touchdowns um, Nebraska continued to hold a team without a touchdown at Memorial Stadium for through five straight quarters, two against Ohio State and then three against Iowa. But all those field goals just kept them in the game. And then when things turned, it turned quickly. Uh, Logan Smothers, for at least the first part of the game, was as good as he could be throwing the ball, nine of ten at one point and throwing the ball away, uh, ran the ball pretty well. It seemed like Iowa kind of figured out the option game a little bit uh, halfway through the third quarter, maybe into the fourth quarter. Yeah, a lot of what we've seen. I've seen Adrian Martinez go 15-17 before and end the game with a fumble and a pick. Same as I saw Logan Smothers go 9-10 of 10 at one point. For Nebraska, it doesn't really seem to be how they start. It's really how they finish. Yeah, And uh, they just have not found a way to be good in in closing time. When you average that few yards per completion, um, excuse me, per attempt, yeah. Um, you know, you, you've got the chance to have a high completion percentage. Nebraska had to find a way to generate a couple more points. Um, a couple of empty trips, I think, ultimately are kind of <laughs> – it it's really what makes Nebraska kind of – you know, they were three of three in the red zone. And it was interesting because when they got down there, they were okay. It's just that when the they – couldn't find a way to sustain any drives unless it generated points. So it was almost yep. the opposite of what they had been. And and, and managed to face a, uh, you know, force a turnover from Iowa, forcing the fumble from Tyler Goodson, something that he doesn't do a lot of. 
got that recovery, felt like things were you know going Nebraska's way in some of the places where it hasn't gone their way before. But then you get you know obviously you get the the, the block punt, but you also get a fumble, um, and then you have the interception to close out the game. But the the thing that was impressive for a while was they were holding Tyler Goodson to basically nothing for a while after he had got off to like seventy five in the first half. They did a really good job of controlling him, and then he busts the 55-yard one, which is the key play on the drive to get down there and take the 28 to 20, uh, 20 one. you got to figure the defense eventually is going to get a little tired I mean, out he's, there. Yeah, he's just too good of a player yeah. uh, to keep bottled up. You figure if you could go plus seven and the turnover battle, which you did, you'd, it'd give you a chance to win, but obviously that was negated by the block punt. Yep. And then, you know, the rest is the rest is pretty much history. Uh, of course, the show is brought to you by Equal Bank. We take banking personally. Also brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Brought to you by Burton. When your plumber is hurting, just call Burton. And when we have the keys of the game, it'll be brought to you by Rotella's Italian Bakery. The key to any tailgate is a brat, dog, and burger bun from Rotella's Italian Bakery. Of course, we'll hear from Scott Frost when he speaks as well. But let's start. Let's go right to the phones. Joining us now, Tony on the Lanahan Nurseries hotline. Hey, Tony, how you doing, man? Well, I don't know. After that one, um, <laughs> thought I was going to have a good afternoon or fun day, but you know. So I guess my question, you know, who's who's responsible for the punt coverage there, that call in that spot, and not anticipating that they're going to come for you mean the punt block, block, the punt block? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know like, who who's. Obviously, what, so, they have several. What, 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 what's your question? You mean who was responsible for the guy that came in and blocked yeah, the punt, or who was responsible for the protection? The protection. Who who calls the protection there? Uh, probably the up back, right? Are you talking about when forty one was going to kind of step inside and then seem to look back to his outside? Is that kind of what you were you're referring to? Right. Just the yeah, just the breakdown there. Yeah. yeah. It. You, I mean, you use it depends and the on the rules. The right side, right of the left. You know, player. but. Um, I'm not a big shield guy anyway. Um, I don't. I don't believe that big guys should be out there covering punts. But um, you know, it depends on their protection, right? They can step one way, shield can go the other. They both can step the same way and kind of funnel the protection there, like slide protection. I'd have to take a look at what they were actually trying to accomplish. Okay, right. thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. And you know, overall, you know, I'm torn between being excited to see Smothers next year and still concerned with the same old, you know, coaching breakdowns that we've seen time and yeah, time what, again. What, so. what, what did you feel like the difference was when you were watching them between he and, and Martinez? Speed, just the speed and the run game. Okay. I mean, we didn't throw the ball a whole lot until late in the game. He had, what, seven or eight attempts until. Yeah, he was, I think quarter. he was nine of so, 10 at one point. He was definitely nine point. of 10 with the throwaway. And then yeah. it turned out to – let me go to the game. Then it turned out to be 16 of 22. Yeah. It actually looks a lot like – so does this stat line sound familiar to you? 16 to 22 for 199, no touchdowns, one pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's kind of it's kind of been the Nebraska way. No matter who's taking snaps. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. got it. He put on, he had 24 carries for 64 yards, and he had the two touchdowns. He did have a couple of runs to the outside where you got a chance to see his speed. Um, but it wasn't like he had any, you know, major long ones like Adrian's had in the past. But he certainly uh, 
got a couple first downs with the speed. Let's go back to the phones. Yeah, I, yeah 20, 24 of 64. Yep, yep, yep. And he had a, a few losses on sacks, and then, of course, they had, had two big losses on running the option, and I think it was 14 yards loss on those two where they fumbled it. Uh, let's go to Jim. What's up, Jim? Well, uh, good afternoon, guys. I wish we had a better day, but yeah. what do you really expect? The, the problem that we have, and it's going to manifest into next year, is that we don't have an offensive line. And there's no way that we're going to be able to develop an offensive line over the next month, nine months, when we play our next game. And one of the problems that we have is I, I hope I never hear this fear of failure ever again, because to be quite honest with you, they failed and they failed, and there's no consequences for the failure. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it looked a lot like, you know, in spite of. Uh, assistance coming on. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever happens, it it looks a lot. I mean, it just looked a lot of of the same. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Jim. If you look at that the uh, the safety in the end zone, um, it eventually was called a grounding. Uh, Brock Bando was the one. Um, looked like yeah, Brock Bando just kind of got pushed back and into Smothers. Uh, there was no direction because the two outside guys were also kind of bracketing him, so he couldn't go left or right and just try to get away, and they threw the ball down and got the grounding for the safety. But that was another situation where, you know, and sometimes that happens. No, no, how, no matter how good an offensive lineman is, he may get used sometimes. But in that particular situation, Brock, Brock Bano just got whiffed. He just whiffed the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, QB's always got to know where they are. You remember? Yep. And that was a six-yard line. Was that the one? Adrian had the similar one, Yep. you know, against Minnesota, uh, where you know that the clock is ticking, right? It, mm-hmm. Just just situate. What's the word you like to leave, right? Situational, situational awareness. awareness. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, it was interesting because you took a look at the sequential play calling on that series, and you're like, huh. They swung the ball out, lost the yard. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to know kind of where you are on that football field based on how you want to call plays. Yep. Right? You're either trying to get the first down or you're not. Yep. And it, it just kind of seemed to be in flux on that. On both of the safeties that Nebraska was called for, when the quarterback was in the end zone and tried to throw the ball away, I believe Adrian was on the nine and Smothers was on the six. So it wasn't like they were at the goal line and they dropped back in the end zone. They faded back in the end zone and then those plays happened. Yeah. And and one guy had Verduzco and the other guy didn't. So yep. can't be his fault. And and one had the you know the offensive line with Greg Austin and then one had how it's being <laughs> yeah, coached so can't, now. Can't, can't be his fault. Yeah, either. it's not his fault. Tony uh, on Twitter said it seemed it, he said this is actually interesting. He said Smothers somehow managed to cram Martinez' career into one game. <laughs> it, it, certainly one quarter. It wasn't even the whole game. Like he literally in one quarter hit. The I mean, but it's just card. weird how we've seen like three or f- three out of four good quarters from a guy. Yeah. Look how good he was. So they took the lead at twenty-one to six. And, and I, with and four I knew, minutes left. Yeah, and I knew, but I knew it was full. I'm not going to say fool's gold, but I had a couple guys text, hey, you know, Smothers is this, Smothers is that. And I'm like, hey, listen, guys, I, I hope you're right, but I've just seen this too often, right? Like, we hadn't even gotten to half yet, yep. and you knew that adjustments were going to be made. You have to give yourself yeah. time to get tape, right? So if somebody's good with a dry erase board and a, and a, and a marker, and you see what – did you see the pressures in the games that Iowa was running on the edges to mm-hmm. neutralize the option, option game? Yep, yep. Like, Second half. That was getting ridiculous out there. Yep. And Nebraska stopped being able to win out on the perimeter. So I think you know, you have to give your guys a chance by you guys being able to adjust too. And in the end, he is he's a freshman. 
uh, with his first start. So you had to figure there were going to be some mistakes that he was going to make, uh, along with Iowa making the adjustments and, and making some of the plays. And, and you know what? He, he, had, he got some really good catches that were made, picking him up from his, um, his, his wide receivers. They had some decent running game early. Um, but when they shut all that down, so this is what the, I think he was asking about, Damon. So you have before they switched to the last punt and brought Cerny in, you got a left, you got a a left-footed putter, right? In, in and then so I think the the question he was like, shouldn't you have the two on the other side? Because uh, he's punting from that side, so shouldn't the, yeah, the two it, be it, over it, there? Pose that again because it, maybe it's, it's a Larry call. Let me let me look at it again. I'm I apologize. Yeah. I have to go away from the microphone. Just, just to, in the way he's, I'm saying like, he's describing this. So yeah, hang you, on. you got you got three people, right? You got three people that are the shield. Two are next to each other to the right of the punter. One to his left, and of course he's a left-footed punter. So I think that's what he was asking about. Should yeah, there have been a second and, person over there. Yeah, uh, was that Tony? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's probably that's probably a Larry call or a left call left because call. if you split if you split the uh, the center in half, it's four rushers for one, five on the other. With the guy, the one guy that's in the two point stance is kind of in an alert. He's like a radar guy, mm-hmm. um, so you have to assume the pressure is going this way. But what happens is you got compromised right up the middle, which gets you to play peekaboo from left to right. Yeah, with your shield. And you're you're compromised off the edge. That ball's probably got to be gone. If he's a right-footed I'd to, punter, I'd, I'd have he to. probably gets rid of it because of where the guy's coming from. Right. But because he's a left-footed punter and where he the took, rush he came took from, that off his he foot. took it off his foot. Yeah. And and that's what they do. I mean, they're really good at this. And just like Iowa, or you can say like Nebraska, not only does it get blocked, and you know some people just recover it. No, they recover it and run it in the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. So that's that's kind of it. Just got the way it, goes. it got super. I don't know if conservative was the word or did they not understand what they wanted to do after Iowa figured out the QB run game, kind of the follow me is the options because once they really started playing sound edge defense and they were funneling that thing back to the middle, they were playing games outside. We used to do some similar things like that against Miller North all the time, and we want except it was just the opposite. We wanted to force those guys to pitch, mm-hmm. you know. So we would slam down on on dive and really force quick action with the cue. So they were forcing Logan to keep it. Yeah, I I actually yeah they wanted to make Smothers the ball carrier, so mm-hmm. they sat on the edges and they funneled it back inside, fitting in the run game with their safeties. I thought they did a pretty good job um, in the second half, really neutralizing. Really neutralizing Nebraska's edge run game. It did feel like Nebraska was trying to hold on once they got the twenty-one and nine. It get, yeah, the play it got a once little they conservative. Got the Twenty-one six lead. I mean, right? Yeah. Yep. It did feel like they were trying to hold on. Yeah. So at that point, once they got that touchdown in the third quarter, it felt like okay, if we can just hold on, we still have the lead. We still have the lead. You just didn't get the sense you felt comfortable if yeah. if Smothers had to win that game. The last time he really threw the ball down the field was the one to Omar. He gets hit. Omar Manning comes back, makes the catch, good 50-50 ball kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but in that situation, you know, maybe they go for a couple more of those later when it's not working with the option anymore. Maybe the next thing you do is – It was interesting because at the, the half, zone, you know, he said um, – Here's the end zone, by the way, um, for the play. Let me rewind it back to the end zone for the punt block, um, looking at the way it was set up and going back to Tony's call about who's responsible for the call in terms of the protection on the punt. Of course, this is the block one. Give you the situation, and then he shifts back over here. To get yeah, I was talking to him right. about 41. See, he yep. feels compromised with the middle rush, but they should have stepped left. That's definitely a Larry call. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Especially caused the left him. Foot I don't know what caused him to come right, except he feels like he sees immediate Close pressure. The door on it, yeah. Was it? Was that like B gap? 
yeah, the definitely players really, a little bit. Yeah. So he maybe he felt like he had to step inside, but you pass that off to your next closest big. Yeah, if they would have both stepped to him and closed the door that yeah. direction, it, you, it probably – You definitely yeah. got to go left on yeah, that, not right. Fun. That was just strange. That right? is. Miscommunication, yeah. can't have it. And, again, they have to know, and, of course, they know the punter behind them is left-footed, mm-hmm. so you, you certainly got to lean the other way to make sure that the guy can't get to you, his foot. You know what's interesting? Well, it was still Pristops. They went to Cerny. They went the to Cerny time. the last punt, yeah. And I wondered I gonna, because he got I hurt. Wa- I wondered if they were confused, but it was after yeah. in terms of the order. Pristop might have gotten injured on that. I mean, he got hit, so maybe that's why Cerny. And Cerny did a good job with that punt. He had it really high. Yeah. He got it down there. Um, and even even after that pu- that block punt, Nebraska comes out in the first play, and they run that same over-route kind of play they run to Austin Allen, the same one that broke the record. They yeah. ran that again. And got a big gain. That's where Smothers is 9 of 10 at that point for 156 yards. At that point, yeah. Nebraska's in Iowa's side of the field. They've got a little bit of momentum back after what happened with the block punt. But they couldn't get down and get any more points. It's just weird, man. I just felt like the defense deserved a better outcome after holding them all season. to three straight field goals. All season. All season. All right. season. And then... Then they give up the then they give up the pop run to Goodson, yep. and you're like, hmm, man, I I just feel like they've earned better. They had they had earned better. The lack of no, the vertical passing game off that didn't come off of run action yep. had to be a little bit concerning. You know, I don't know if Nebraska doesn't think that they can hold up under pass protection, or you know, they're just going to take their shots off of that deep run action. But getting vertical mm-hmm. without it seems to be really, really difficult. They had to scramble a little bit on the offensive line. Uh, Sickerman gets banged up. He comes out. That's why when I mentioned Bando being in there, he was in at right guard at that point. They brought Benhart back in at right tackle because Sickerman went out. So they were kind of scrambling. But as I said, they're, they're 13-minute mark. They got second and six. They're in Iowa territory. This is simply get a couple of first downs get some more points on the board, but just couldn't manage to do that. Let's go back to the phones. That's where Doc is. How you doing, Doc? Ah, uh, not good. Yeah. TikTok, not what's, good. what's up, Doc? Go Big Red till I'm dead. Yeah. I know you guys have been touching on it, but uh, I got one thing to say, if anything, and that is thanks, 41. Man, he let him go. Yeah. I mean, I got to call it like it is. He let him go. Actually, he didn't even let him go because I don't even think he was looking at him. He it takes a lot for me to call a player out. He flat out let him go. He caved into the to the center with his fellow up back yep. and crashed the middle, and he let him go. Wouldn't we say that uh, his eyes were wrong? Yeah. I, I don't get it. I totally don't get it. That's one thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say, uh, and for clarification first, I've heard on social media, because I don't know if it's true, uh, that Scott Frost has said that he doesn't need or want a, a special team's coordinator i don't know if that's true or not he says it depends on how they hire man he said they depend on how they hire he hasn't hasn't completely said that they're not he said that it depends on how they hire if they bring a special teams coach in well all i know is this they've talked about the specialists yeah but there's been return personnel specialist issues and coverage issues people say oh the coverage is nice man we i think we've had at least two returns for uh touchdowns on us this year and then we have the the blunder that we had today on the, uh, the the block coverage, on the block punt. I'm every facet. And you know what? For the record, I wish they would, they would take away that rule where if you're outside the end zone like they do, four or five yard line, whatever it is, they fair catch the – I hate that. Yeah. I on the kickoffs. That. 
I, this fair catching the ball all the time. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to see Martin. I wanted to see Martin try a return when he fielded it when he far caught it on the seven. He had right. he had room. He had room, he man. Had room, yeah. I'm just like God. Help your it's guys out. Seems but like I they're telling him not. But to. I don't know if that was an automatic or yep. what. Right. Well, some of the psyche of this uh, stuff needs to change. Everybody harkens back to Osborne, whatever. And, and Scott Frost was an Osborne guy. And uh, all I know is we used to be a lot more aggressive in the return game, in special teams. But props to Iowa because uh, a homie made his field goals. What yep. was he, four for four? Yeah. I want to puke, guys. Yeah. I can't believe it. What was it, 21-6? Yeah. 21-6. 21-6, 21-6 in the fourth quarter. 22 unanswered, yep. The, right. oh, you know what? The You know how you have slogans used to be uh, unfinished business, right? Yeah. It's uncanny. I'll leave you with this. After every loss, Nebraska's had some announcer across the country on some TV station, whatever, some program is going to say, Nebraska didn't seal the deal. I've heard it. So that's what the slogan is next year. And I hope they make the T-shirt. Seal the and deal. I'm going to say it was my idea. <laughs> seal the deal. That's the slogan for next year. Love you. Mm. Thanks, Doc. Appreciate it. So um, 21-9 going into the fourth quarter, yep, right? Yep, 21-9. I mean, so it was the 19 unanswered for Iowa. If yeah. I'm doing that right. Yeah, 20, 22 unanswered overall, 19 nothing In the fourth quarter. In the yeah. fourth quarter. Um, and going back to that drive after after the block punt, Nebraska gets a couple good plays. They're in good position. It's third and four. Now, this is the fumble where he's trying to fake it to belt, and he's going to pitch it out to Torre. That's a play again. If he makes it cleanly, I give Samori the best chance in the world to get that first down and continue that drive. Mm. But instead, it's a fumble. Iowa gets it. They make the play like they have made the play all season long in terms of turnovers. I wonder what happens if Nebraska just squeezes some of those balls they get their hands on. Yeah, three probably three picks they could have had as well. And, and I so – the Markel Dismuke one was. You talking tough. about the one on the nine? Because I I thought that was the hardest one of the bunch. I thought the Luke first Reimer of all, it, first of all, it was deflect. I thought no, Reimer, Reimer should have had and yeah. Gifford too. Gifford, Gifford, and Reimer. Even uh, Luke was mad yeah. at Isaac. For you th- that. you thought that the Dismuke one was? It was hard. It was hard. It wasn't deflected though, right? It was. See, I didn't think it was deflected. So it, okay, line, so no, 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 no. You're right. It wasn't. Okay. I'm tripping. So it 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 came out um it came out sideways, right? And. It didn't have a real good spiral. Yeah, that was but Petrus. he threw it so hard. It was. It so was once it got past Laporta, Dismuke yep. had to go, kind of go back to his left. It would have. That's a tougher catch than. I mean, I just been like. Where kids don't pick to be safety on purpose. I, listen, I just. <laughs> people don't get in the safety line. They get in the wide receiver line, and then people make them go get in the safety line. Caleb would say that's why people play wide out. But I think that pick was harder than. Oh, and I don't. Yeah, I definitely. You know what I mean? I don't. Was, I don't really count yeah. that one like the others. The first two, I think you're right because Gifford will pick that ball. Yeah, and the ball had something off of it too because the guy got. Because the and, got hit. And he has bounce. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. that guy's like a 34-and-a-half-inch vertical. It was to him. We thought he should have had that. But, yeah. In the end, like, when they mark down turnover-worthy plays. There'll be a lot were, of them. There were at least two of them, at least two of them in the first half. And then Petrus comes in, and he had at least one. And how about the pass he made that was complete that basically was over – End over oh, the end, one, it was so one, wobbly. The one on the sidelines? Yeah, it was just yeah, the wobbliest I thought the wind throw. caught that. I don't know. I, he does, he's just not – he threw a couple passes in the second half. I was surprised Padilla that weren't got accurate. The, the quick hook. Yeah. I think they just like, we scored only six points. I think this they is thought our he starter. was holding the ball yeah. too long. And that was their starter who lost his job because of injury, and so maybe that's why they brought him back in. Look, Padilla, we're going to give you an opportunity to go out there. If not, we can give Petrus a second half. But Petrus also, Petrus also made plays that you were like, remember the pass he threw 
behind Keegan Johnson, almost to Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which could have yeah. been another pick. Yeah. You saw Keegan turn to him like, what? Yeah. Can, can <laughs> what is that? that? Can you get that? Can you to put my that on the sideline, please? But and he did J- not. Josh said, and I think he's right. I have to go back and watch mm-hmm. it. But it, it it sounds right. He said the first three field goals were all one play after a dropped in INT. Not easy play, so I won't yeah. say dropped. Um, but got to get one of those. Yeah, I think at a minimum. And all three at a of minimum, them, you should have had two. And all three of them involved Nebraska making a penalty that gave Iowa a first down on the drive. Yeah. Two of them were um, one was unsportsmanlike conduct, one was a roughing the passer, and the other one. It was either holding or pass interference. Pass interference, I believe, is what it was. So all three of those drives, Iowa got at least one of their first downs on a penalty committed by Nebraska, and they ended up getting field goals off it. Hmm. Go back to the phones. Nothing from Scott yet? Okay. Let's go back to the phones. It's got to we'll be something. We'll get, we'll get, he's probably spending time talking to his team, I imagine. So uh, Let's go to Doug. What's up, Doug? How you doing, man? Hey, boys. First of all, commiserations to Damon. I know it was a rough week. That's good oh, and bad. For sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, listen, hey. highs and lows, baby. Wow. Yeah, I- Right, um, and then second of all, man, give me give me eleven guys like Robinson on defense, number ninety nine. I don't know if it's Ty or Tyler, but he, I mean, yeah, he had the the passer or the rough in the passer, but I mean, he was going one hundred percent every play. He's he's there. the he's the ultimate boomer bus guy. Yeah, right. He's and, he's either getting you a tiffle or he's pissed because he got too vertical or something like that. Yeah, man, yeah. My, he he plays hard. Yeah. He yeah. plays hard. He and Ben Stiller, you could tell. They're, they're, they're playing their butts well, off. Still, he had himself a game. Yeah, he did. And you know what did? Caleb Tanner. Damn, he was everywhere for a while. So, he's interesting. I didn't get a chance. And I So, Brody, do you th- or Doug, do you think Caleb – if you're Caleb Tanner, do you come back? Uh, I, on Caleb, I don't know. I mean, I, I would say, yeah, because, I mean, the future does look good. But at the same time – If they get he and Phil Darius Payne back – that would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But uh, lastly, is just um, I, I just think other than you know Robinson, obviously, like you said, boomer bust. But I think um, I think quarterback just needs to. I, you know, he was taking a lot of reads, taking his time back. I think he just needs to drop back, take his read, let it fly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and he was just he, if that first read wasn't good, the second read wasn't good. He was holding the ball too long, and then that opened him up for a lot of bad things. Doug, let me ask you something. Why I got you? Because I kind of like your delivery. Um, yeah. How much? How much do you think of what you see from the quarterbacks in the second half is a direct correlation of what you see on the sidelines? You know, I that's what I don't. I don't see a correlation. I I, I like to think, you know, from from the way Frost attacks things, I'd like to think the quarterbacks would attack the game the same way. And I mean, he did on the option game. Uh, he didn't pitch very much. Which... I just, I just wonder if they pick up on his body language. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I, yeah, hundred percent. But I, I'd like to think they'd have more of that aggressive mentality. But I, I feel like, again, he was afraid, you know, to make that bad read, make that bad throw. You know, take your step, make your read, let it fly, put it in a place where either your guy gets it or nobody gets it. Yeah. Worst yeah. case scenario. Yeah. yeah. Doug, hey, we appreciate the call. So, so you had Caleb Tanner's where he could have undercut. He actually he was on that dog, right? You saw him drop to get underneath yep. the curl. Mm-hmm. They had his. Yep. Uh, some will say Dismuke. There and was Giffers and, Gifford. and Reimer. Mm-hmm. So there was at least and then four. maybe even Caleb Cam Taylor Britt and the one that was thrown behind Keegan Tanner's Johnson. Tanner's was that hits probably him. the easiest. Yeah. Outside linebacker hands. And you know he's he's trying to rob that from underneath too. So it's like mm-hmm. uh, on the three touchdown drives by Nebraska. 
34 plays, 244 yards, and they took 16 minutes and 19 seconds. The combined three touchdown drives, a 94-yarder and two 75-yard drives. Uh, Three of the best drives all season. Yeah. Took off over a quarter on it. Let's go. We're going to go now and hear from Scott Frost. Special teams. Special teams. um, Two weeks in a row. And and then new this year, I got to do a better job making sure that we – we're up to speed on that, and um, I think we made a lot of progress. But I don't know if if the timing was off, if we were late, uh, if somebody missed an assignment. Um, I didn't see it, but I'll watch it in about ten minutes. Does the, does the sheer devastation of those plays back to back weeks convince you that a special teams coordinator is the way to go? Uh, I'm going to talk about hiring people later. Scott, what do you tell you? <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Um, you know, I, I feel like a broken record a little bit with them. Uh, to, you know, today was some guy's last game, and I can't tell you how much I love and appreciate uh, Deontay and JoJo and Markel and and all the other guys. I don't want to list them all. All those guys. Um, you know, the, for everything that we've been through this year as a team, uh, 99% of teams would have folded and quit. Um, there's no quitting these guys. Life teaches you good lessons. Sometimes you get the breaks. Sometimes it teaches you tough lessons. And um, I appreciate the fight and those guys and the commitment they've had. And um, yeah, nobody can say that, that that group ever shut it down. What did you think of the way Logan played overall? And did, did anything change in the second half as they started to you know, control the game? Started to no, my message to him was simple. Go out and make plays and don't turn the ball over. Um, we played a really clean first half. Um, you know, that's a, a good team across from us. And they're, um, you know, they, the, a lot of games they've won because they've created turnovers and other teams have, have made the mistakes and they haven't. And uh, we didn't make very many, if any, in the first half. And we made some critical ones in the second half. Um, thought Logan managed the game pretty well. Um, did enough for us to win. The field that looked like he thought maybe Levi was going to continue his route there. What, what did you see on that last one? Yeah, that's a play we run all the time. The receiver has an option to run a post or shutting it down. And I bet we have 3,000 reps of that and um, made the wrong throw at the wrong time. Did you anticipate Iowa switching a quarterback after? Uh, no, but. You know, I don't. I don't know if that was a factor. He came in and played well, and they won. So maybe it was. But um, the punt, ret- the the block punt was the game. Um, you know, and, and when you've been in as many games like this as we have, um, you know, you just stop, try to arrest the negative momentum at that point. Um, then we missed on one protection and gave up a safety, and defense hadn't given up any chunk runs, big runs all day, and we give up one at the wrong time. And um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm frustrated. I'm, you know, I'm really encouraged about how we play every week and all the young players that are playing well and a lot of those things. Um, you know, we're a lot better team than we have been. And uh, in a lot of ways, we've made progress. There's some other ways we got, we got a ways to go. The, the young core of this team is, um, is good enough to win. And um, we got to do the little things right to make sure we're on the right side of these close games. Last two from your, your running back spot, from your, the production from 
Yeah, it, it's got to be better. Um, you know, it, it's not it, it's not one guy. It's it's blocking better downfield on the perimeter, and it's the holes being a little bigger and um, getting a few more tough yards or making somebody miss. And um, uh, we, we run it well at times, and it's just not consistent enough uh, to count on it. You know, really in the second half they were pretty much taking their backers out of the box uh, to get us. Uh, out of our option game. Uh, when that happens, you need to just be able to run the ball between the tackles. And um, we did okay at times. Probably the the play that hurt us and gets overlooked a little. And the last play of the third quarter, uh, we called one of those plays and crashed down and tried to pull the ball. I um, think it would have been a really good game for us and put us in better field position to start the fourth. Uh, we laid the ball on the ground, and it was second eleven, and they blocked a punt. Um, so that you know, it's it's kind of been death by paper cuts uh, this year, and uh, same thing happened today. And you know, I I, I stand there, I want to stop them, the negative things from happening, stop the momentum, and and talk to the kids, and um, you know that that was uh, that was a lot of, of bad plays in in. In a row, and credit to them, they made the plays when they needed to. We didn't. Did you get? A, did you have a sense of your sideline after that block punt? Yeah, the sideline was. You know, I went and talked to the guys that mattered, and everybody's the look in their eyes was great. Um, just with, with what we've been through, Sip. Honestly, you know, it's human nature to just have it in the back of your head, like what's going to go wrong. Um, and when one goes wrong, what else is going to go wrong? And a lot had to go wrong in a row uh, when we were up twenty-one to six and. 21 to nine, and um, I felt great. Um, and I, kid, I, I really believe our kids believe they're going to win this game. Uh, I'm sure they believed it when it was 21 nine. Um, then when the the block punt happens, um, it's probably human nature. They got it in the back of their head, and um, wins take care of that. You win one close one, then you win another one, and 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 that that's how you get that fixed. Yeah, I mean the the teams we played are really good at running it. Um or good at running it. Um certainly doesn't help not to have some of those guys. I mean Damian Daniels been a huge part of this this team and especially in the run game and uh JoJo and Deontay and and others and um you know, I can't blame that though. Um we did a we did a good enough job against the run for three quarters and um, gave up a long one when we couldn't. But I gotta go back. It goes back to special teams. If if we get that, don't get that punt block for a touchdown and they have to go 80 yards or 60 yards to score, um, I still feel great about our chances. Scott, you look ahead, when you look ahead, Scott, is how important now are these next three weeks with the hires, with the transfer portal, with recruiting, and everything that you guys face? Uh, yeah, really important. Um, We've been so close. This thing has a chance to, to really take off. Um, part of that's going to be uh, getting a few guys to stay, maybe. Uh, part of that's going to be getting some some new blood in the program. Part of that's going to be getting some new coaches. And um, like I said, we got a good young core. Um, no, I, you know, I, I'm really encouraged by the the progress we've made, just from a football standpoint. Um, it's criminal that. The record is where it is, and 
I got to do a better job because uh, coming this close in that many football games and not, not getting any uh, is heartbreaking. Two more for Coach. Scott, the, the psychology of saying you're close, I, I, I think that, that's been a big part of keeping your team's spirits high and you know, the fact that they haven't quit. Is there a flip side to that where you, you have to maybe tell them, hey, we got a long ways to go to, or do you have you have you considered the psychology of what to tell your team? <laughs> Yeah, I consider the psychology what I talk to the team about every week and um, trying to give them a message. Yeah, I, I, but I really don't believe a message on Thursday night is, is the key. Um, and I've tried and I will continue to. Um, really, it, it, it comes special teams and, and a little detail here and there. And we got to do a better job as coaches making sure the details don't get us beat. Uh, we got to do a better job as coaches making sure special teams don't get us beat. Um, and when those things get you over the hump in a game or two, then, you know, it's not hoping we're going to win or thinking we're going to win. It's it's knowing we're going to go out and get it done. And um, we got to do a good job of that. For those, guys, for those guys specifically that maybe are key to getting back next year, what's your, I guess, what's your message for you? Uh, I don't think they need to be sold. I think each one of them just needs to make a decision that's best for them. Um, there's some that, that probably need to go give it a shot at the next level. Uh, there's others that can use another year. Um, in my senior year, a couple guys came back that could have dra got drafted real high, but they wanted to see this through. And I think we'll have some like that and, and some that uh, want to go take the next challenge. Um, but the guys are going to be back need to bond together and, and take one more step. Thank you, Coach. Thanks. All right, that's Scott Frost talking and answering questions about what happened. Um, said it was criminal what happened, uh, especially what happens to the, the defense and how well they played. Um, talked about the mistakes, talked about special teams killing them for the second week in a row. But we've known that. We've known that all season long. Uh, it's not a surprise. Um, you could are you almost surprised that – you could predict it. He keeps bringing it singularly back to special teams. Uh, I don't know. I am a little bit. He, he acted that, like that offense in the second half was not good. The problem with saying that the block without the block punt they win the game. No, we all know if the block punt doesn't happen, Iowa figure out a different way to win this game. Or they, you know, or they get the ball back with decent field position. Yeah, I mean, like I don't said, know. They I had mean, to go eighty yards. So Iowa on their their scoring well, Nebraska drives, punted that from their twenty-two. Where the block was, yeah, I believe he got the block happened to the fourteen. But yeah, I'll look it up and see okay. exactly what. I mean, where he was standing, not where the. Obviously, yeah, I meant where yeah. it was snapped. Right. I was just trying to gauge where you know, ideally Nebraska, like, Iowa would have had the ball. Let's say they get it at their twenty. That'd right. have been a boomer. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to give him the best punny. I mean, he had an 86-yarder this year. Um, but if you look at it, right, they lined up and they went on their drives. They went 76 on a drive. They went 78 on a drive. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> the first drive of the, the, of the game uh, where they didn't score, I think that was 76 yards. So it wasn't like they weren't going to be able to line up and go. I just – anytime you say that one thing is the reason why you lost, I say to you, chaos theory. You figure out every other way to lose, so how do you know that that was the one way? Uh, of course, the show is brought to you by Equal Bank. We take banking personally and also brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More Brody, Pete, Brian, Mike. Stay right there. We'll get to your calls here on Big Red Overreaction.